We have week seven. Sorry, week eight. Wait, what? We're in week eight right now. You just finished week eight, my man. Oh, sorry. I never know what week we're in right now. Everything's just a blur at this point. I keep losing on fantasy, so, you know, they all blur together. But I had a good week this week, which is nice. I mean, highest score, which is nice as well. It's nice to do with my players, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, every, every player Jack's traded me has been fantastic. <laughs> it feels great. That's it feels great. Nice. Every player I trade for has not been fantastic. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those years, Jack. What can you say? Everyone that you literally know, everyone that I, everyone that had I touched and left my team this week crushed it. I had Shahi, I was she, no, Shahi, for like three, four weeks. Nothing. As soon as he left, crushed it. Gus Edwards, three touchdowns. Everyone that left my team just crushed it. The two, guys that, the two guys had, had uh, two guys Eddie traded too, got crushed it today. Last week, yesterday. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not my year. Whatever. I still like that trade that I made. It was an equal yeah. trade. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's Welcome to the uh, YFTS Spanish Football Podcast. This is Stat Host Kelvin, joined by Eddie Two Time and Jack Judy. I almost forgot what that last name was. Was he left? Score touchdown. Yeah. Now he's good. Now he's good. As soon as you drop him, he's good. Uh, We're going to break down the happenings of Week Eight and look ahead to Week Nine. Uh, We still have the Monday game tonight. We're recording a little early, so. That should uh I, I don't know it doesn't seem like a great game I feel like the Lions are gonna blow out the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, you, you can't really say that after what happened last week. Yeah, they they look they didn't look like a real team last week. That's fair. That's fair. Yes, the Raiders are a much better team than the Raiders. They are, but I'm I'm just saying they look awful last week. You said so, the Raiders are a better team than the Raiders. I mean, the Ravens are a much better team than the oh, Raiders. Oh, but I see, I see. Okay. You never know, right? Because they they look so bad last week that they don't they didn't look like a team. They look maybe, so good before the, that. Maybe the Lions are just uh, going to be bad against teams that start start with RA. Ah, amazing! So this week, so, Raiders, right? All so right. The Raiders are going to be good this week. Okay, let's get going. Uh, let's start for the news and notes. Take it away, Jack. All right, I got to start off with saying the bye weeks. The bye weeks are back. Last week, for some reason, there was no bye weeks, which is dumb. It's very, it's uh, very strange. I, c- I can't explain it. They could have put these two of these teams have bye weeks last week. There's less Correct. more games for them. Yeah, and there 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 are like eight teams on bye week four. Yeah, it's just weird. They could have spread it out a little more, but whatever. Uh Broncos, Lions, Jaguars, 49ers all on bye. Most of these teams have a lot of uh starting uh players on fantasy, so no keep a track on that. Some news and notes. Let's start with the biggest news. I think the biggest news this week is Mr. Cousins. Towards Achilles, or or some people like to say the Achilles. Three three guys uh, this year: the J.K. Dobbins, Aaron Rodgers, and Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean that. I know we shit on Kirk Cousins a lot, but he is above average quarterback, a good quarterback. Uh, without him on that team, I don't know who's startable. Listen, I mean, listen. I guess 
I'm I'm convinced the reason he got hurt is because we're gonna go watch him this. We're planning to go watch him this year. That's a curse. So we we are cursed. Us. We every every Wait, game we go to, we see the backup. Someone's always injured. Yeah, last last week, last year, we went to the Cardinals game. One play in, my dude tore his ACL. So I mean, it happens every year. We always watch backups. And by and by my dude, he means Kyler Murray. Uh, so I mean, I don't. I know you have to start Hawkinson and Addison. It's just very hard. They they I I don't. That backup quarterback didn't look good at all. They had to trade a quarterback. They, they're actually winning now. So you think they go out and draft the trade for Jameis Winston? Ooh, that would be perfect. I, I think that would be great for Addison. For <laughs> Fantasy, that would be great. For Addison, that would be great. For Hawkinson, that would be great. But, I I mean, realistically, them them making a move midseason for a quarterback. I mean, what? The deadline's tomorrow. So we'll find out tomorrow if they're going to make a move for a quarterback. Uh, hopefully they I mean, do. They can still so sign that, quarterbacks. Just cool still guys, there's still guys out there. Uh, they can sign. Really? That could be serviceable. Like who? I don't know. Carson Palmer. Well, Carson The reason why I mentioned about James Winston is just that there are reports the Vikings and Saints are disgusting to trade. Uh, I think everyone would like that. They are but... four and four now, right? So they are in the middle of playoff contention now again. And Jaron Hall is not – he didn't look good at all. So, if if he – as I say, they don't trade. They don't trade for it, right? And they start Jaron Hall for the rest of the season. Are you starting Addison and Hawkinson? And then Jefferson comes back eventually? Yeah, oh are you God. starting all three of them? They get disgusting. I, I, I guess we just have, we have to wait and see because we don't know. This is just like the total unknown territory. Uh, obviously, he's still going to keep these players. But, I mean, this is – I would be panic, not panicking, but I would be trying to get him off my rosters, to be honest. Especially Addison, even though he's he, he's been on a tear, but most of his production has been touchdowns this year, which I don't believe it's sustainable. Um, but I mean, hopefully, maybe you could trade him to a team that is is a wide receiver help this week. I mean, there's no honestly, there's a couple. Uh, t- a couple teams with high end receivers this week that are going to be on by next week, and some people need a must win. So getting Addison off your roster that way, and just preying on the week. Hopefully, I don't know. It sucks, man. Especially j- j- right after trading for Justin Jefferson. Oh my god, brutal. <laughs> well, what can you do? Right, Let's just hope. I mean, they trade for Winston. All this is pretty. Like Winston is not. Winston is a downgrade, but it's not like a huge. Down. It's not it's not like it's not going to Jaron Hall. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh move on to the next quarterback. Desmond Ritter apparently had a concussion or was he benched? We don't know. But moving forward, I think they asked uh, Arthur Smith about the status of the quarterback. He goes, he mentioned that he doesn't know yet. So at time Hanky started Tyne Hagen did look much better. The offense looks much better with him in there. Uh, all the weapons got targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I use B. John Robinson. I don't know why. Uh, speaking of B. John Robinson, I lost the bet because every single Terry did awful. B. John didn't do anything much besides that one touchdown, but yeah. Uh, I think I think with Hanneke starting, I think all the offensive weapon gets a plus. That's my I, I mean, I totally agree too. I think we we could segue this to Drake London. Drake London is obviously going to get a bump too, but he. Did leave the game with a groin injury. 
that offense with Desmond Ritter under center is just, I don't know, it's, it just looks so discombobulated. Heineke is a little bit more of a professional. I, I think he's a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter at this point in their careers. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he gets the starter the nod. Maybe just a look-see. This, I mean, they did wind up losing to the Titans this past week. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know. I I would start to buy in more into the Falcons' op- offense if Heineke is the starter. And be, and to your point with Bijan, they didn't use him in the passing game. Again, he didn't check down one time to him. And he played 74% of snaps, which is very encouraging. Uh, maybe, I mean, Bijan is a buy target now, at least from my eyes, because he had a – his usage – his usage isn't as good uh, or as like as it should be, but he played the snaps, yep. which is nice to see. Yep. Uh, let's see the next person. Let's go. Let's stick with the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. This location is dumb, I think, but the ne- X-ray came back negative. The best part about Matt, Matthew Stafford is uh, he caught the pass. He caught a ball before he left the game. He caught a two-point conversion before he left the game. After he heard a singer. So, so weird. So yeah, he hurt, yeah, he hurt his fingers, and then he went for a two-point conversion and caught the ball, and then he left the game. He probably hurt well, it more on the catch. Yeah. Good news is that it's negative for everyone in the offense because if Stafford is out, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford is out. I, I just traded for Cooper Cup, so who knows? <laughs> if Stafford is out, Cup is going to have a huge downgrade. So is Puka, so is Tutu, so mm-hmm. is everyone in the offense. We were just all last year without Stafford. That offense looks horrendous. Uh, yep. Next quarterback, Kenny Pickett, rib injury. He's going to be game time decision. The best thing about this news is that it doesn't matter because Pickett and Trubisky are the same type of quarterback. They both are trash. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It doesn't upgrade or downgrade. Yeah, for fantasy, it doesn't. It just. Status quo. <laughs> uh, just a little news about quarterback. Will Levis looks pretty good, and he's gonna be starting again Thursday because uh, they mentioned Tannehill is not gonna start even if he's healthy. Uh, I mean, he looked good for his first game. Looks poised. All his deep throws looks on target. Is he is a freaking cannon? Yeah. Holy so moly! Maybe the mayo and coffee helps. So, uh, that should give some to Tannehill. Or maybe do you think they're gonna trade Tannehill before the deadline? I mean, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. But still, like, why not? If, if I were Titans, yes, I will get rid of Ryan Hill. There's no point for them; right? they're rebuilding. He's yeah, old. but I'm saying, I'm saying, if I was the uh, the Vikings, would you be looking at somebody like Tannehill? Oh yeah, I, 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 I feel like I would be. You just give them a six pound pick. What's what's there to lose, right? <laughs> money? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't think so. Oh yeah. I don't care about money. We talk about trades only. We don't care about the finance part. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins get a huge bonus upgrade from from Will Levis just because he has an arm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm already, I'm already starting and, him up. I'm already starting him up. Should he should be started all everywhere? Yep. Uh, next news: Danny Dimes is clear to play. I don't know how much of an upgrade this is, but last week the uh, New York Giants quarterbacks netted negative nine yards. Considering there's a third string quarterback as some it's some kind of upgrade. Considering that they had negative nine net, net yards and they still almost won the game. It sounds pretty pathetic. No, almost they should have. They, yes, they should have won the game. It's kind of embarrassing. But I don't think Dane Dines really do anything because we 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 already saw. I think the only person you you could start comfortably 
is fucking uh, segue into Devin Waller, hammy injury. I started him, you know, I have him in so many parlays. My dude got hurt in the first quarter and left the game. Uh, another big injury. I think he was starting to pick up too. Kendrick Bourne. He had like four, three or four straight weeks with 15 plus points. And then now he tore his ACL off of the season. Uh, we'll speak more about who who we believe is the next in line for targets later on. Uh, let's go. I guess we could do one more. I think we could just brush it up on Jalen Hurts. Apparently, news came out saying his knee's been bruised for the last four weeks. Uh, which is why he kind of when people see him run, he's kind of limping a little bit while he runs. But this is an injury that he's most likely to be playing through the rest of the season. Just want to bring that up because that might limit his rushing upside. Yeah, who cares about rushing when you have AJ Brown right now? So, yeah, his is the offense is typically oh man, nothing's open. All right, let's chuck it down to AJ Brown. Also, I think we should touch uh, on Josh Josh Palmer a little bit. Like he did get hurt, he came back to play uh, to finish the half, but he didn't see a single snap in the second half. And Quinton Johnson was the ne- next uh, next wide receiver up for for Herbert. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Quinton Johnson looked pretty good actually. He made a nice uh, him and uh, Herbert had two nice uh, back shoulder throws, which is pretty dope. That's that's a good sign of uh of uh, Herbert trusting the receiver. If you're throwing a shoulder fade in the middle of the field, it was not it wasn't a man zone. Uh, I think I said right. Uh, did I miss anything big? I think so. I think that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, that's gonna wrap up the news and the notes, and we will jump right into our pits and the cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, See, si, uh, Coretto. Ah! Who wants to get us started this week? Let's go first. Since I've been talking the most, anyways. Uh, my pit this week is Rashid Shaheed. Even though he had three targets, he made those three targets in 153 yards and a touchdown. Uh, as long as Derek Carr gets some time, I feel like Shaheed should usually have a big day. His average de- his depth of average depth of target is pretty high. And his next two games are against Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings. Which have very sus secondaries, so I think Shahid's a receiver at three moving forward, at least for the next two weeks. I like to hear it, but he's definitely more of a boomer bust guy. Yeah, this past week he only played twenty percent. He played twenty percent, twenty seven percent of snaps, which is ridiculous yep. for him to get one hundred fifty plus yards. is is kind of insane. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like he's seeing so little targets, but he's like catching almost all all the long ones, all the long balls he's catching. Yep. Well, he's yeah. he's that open because he's behind the defense at like at like will like as soon as the snap starts, he's already behind the defense. Yeah, I mean he has two really great matchups coming up: Bears and the and the Vikings. So, uh, definitely definitely startable. I like it. Like to hear it. All right, I can go next. My pick this week is Sam Howell. This guy had the game of his career through for almost 400 yards, four touchdowns, along with an interception. Uh, first time he's ever thrown four touchdowns, which is crazy. But he is like 
it's like he's kind of like a boom of us quarterback. Uh, looking at his numbers, he has like really good games, he has really bad games. Um, but again, this is uh, the best game of his season so far. He scored 40 points in our league. I was thinking it was the third highest in uh, for the week. Um, yeah, he had a he had a great game. He also threw the ball 52 times. Uh, last time he threw 50 times, he got 388 and two touchdowns. So, um, and they lost both. So, it is what it is. <laughs> and they lost both. Yeah, I think what really helps Sam Howell's like production is the fact that their defense is so horrid too. So, like whatever quarterback is up against them is going to put up points. I mean, they played the and Bears so that game. That was like the just Justin Fields game where he played out of his mind. Yeah. The Eagle, Eagles team's also. I I don't know what's wrong with the Eagles secondary. I feel like this. I feel like the Cowboys gonna cook the shit out of defense. Yeah, that, <laughs> Dak's looking a lot better uh, these last two games. Yeah, I think quarter, like, quarterbacks against the Eagles is definitely a streamable option. I think it depending. I mean, but then again, depending on uh, Cowboys do shy away from uh, when they play good teams. So. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, maybe the Cowboy, the, ever since the Cowboys lost to the 49ers, the 49ers have not won a game. And then the Cowboys haven't lost a game. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Should have been talking shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. They talk shit and they lost. Yep. Good game, though. Next week. A lot, a lot of good games next week, actually. All right. Give us your pit. All right. Uh, my pit this week, I was totally wrong about him last week. My prediction I was. I told you. I told you. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to be the, my duty trash player last week. Uh, well, I I probably would have switched my pick if we watched the Monday night game because we didn't watch the Monday night game yet. We did the podcast before it because the 49ers defense looks very, very, I don't know, they, they, what happened? They The 49ers defense is essentially non-existent. Joe Burrow threw for 200, 283 yards, three touchdowns. He also had six rushes for 43 yards, which is super encouraging because, you know, the they, before the season started, he had that calf injury, and uh, he has to be healthy for running. That bye week was big for them, I think. Yeah, I believe so, too. And, and the, the fact that they're drawing plays for, for his legs, they threw a, a quarterback drawing, and he had a 14-yard rush. So, like, he's absolutely healthy. Bengals, are their offense is yeah, – they're, they're back, at, at least to me, in their full strength. Joe Burr is – Gonna be a top five quarterback, especially with all the injuries. Quarterbacks is not this past week. Joe Burrow is a he's no question. Doesn't matter the matchup. He's in your lineup. You guys think uh, the four nines losing to Marco Ryan is a huge uh, a huge no-no for them? Because I mean that even don't look that great right now. That even didn't look that great in the beginning either. I uh, thought they did. Look, I o- thought they. I thought they looked okay. They always had a huge. They always had a lead early on. Mm. It's easy. Uh, uh, the Eagles look amazing when we were early on, when we had the lead. No, I never mind. I, I, I'll give you guys a you know uh, stat later. All right, but like the thing is, I think they look so that they look so unstoppable against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are, are were playing so well to that point that it mean, just make you blind to the rest of the yeah. rest of their matchups. But I think that game, that forty nine Cowboys game, was more on the Cowboys. Not probably they were just dude, yeah they were just not prepared. Yeah, yeah, they were not prepared for that game for yeah. sure. I don't think Cowboys. Yeah, Fortnite didn't do anything special. I think Cowboys just fucked up that game themselves. Yeah. All right, and stink first and give us your cage. All right, we're sticking with the Cowboys. Tony Pollard, 
12 rushes, 53 yards. I mean, he was, he was okay, I guess, on the grounds. He only had one reception. This was pretty much a blowout this whole game. So, like, uh, it's hard to – I don't know. It, it's so weird. The, his usage is weird. Uh, When the Cowboys score what? How, many, how much points did they score this past week? Like 40. 40? 45? Something? That's a really big number. For him not to get a touchdown or just not to get as much yardage. And they, they're leaning a lot more in the passing game. And he's not involved in the passing game. It's it's a very scary notion. Uh, is he in every week? Guarantee in your lineup, starter. Yes, you have to at this point. You have to. You have to. But are you trying to trade it, him? Depends. Depends on who him? you have, right? If you have, like, let's say you had, um, I don't know. I'm gonna throw a name out, and I would, I would, I would try to get this trade done. Joe Mixon. But- I'd rather have Tony oh, Pollard. I, I, I love Joe Mixon. I, I'd rather have Joe. I'd rather have Joe Mixon than Tony Pollard. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I, the Bengals offense to me is sort of clicking on all cylinders, and he's used. I just yeah, I just want to let people know we're not talking about talent wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about we're talking, we're talking about usage. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fancy, fantasy perspective. They they just decide they just plug Tony Pollard into the Zeke role for some reason, and then stop using him as a receiver when that's just one of his best traits. Yeah, you gotta get him in space, and they're not doing it. I see he crushed as a receiver, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with it. No, no actually, I, I I like Joe Mixon the rest of the season. I think the Bengals' offense is gonna be really balanced uh, between the passing game and run game. They're gonna stay in the games and really um keep defense defenses on their toes. And the bigger thing, he's gonna get an extra week because they already had their buy. So like, I, I'm trying to get Joe Mixon on my roster. Instead of Tony, like, what's another name? Like, I'm trying to compare Joe uh, Tony Pollard to other players, like running backs. Uh, would you rather yeah. have? How about this? Would you? Would you? Right? Yeah, I was gonna say. What should we say, Jack? James White. James White. James. Yeah, I'm actually going to right, right have him. Actually, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing names Who, out. Who's James White? James White. Oh, not what James White. Who? James Cook. <laughs> oh my oh. god! He, the Patriots retired. running back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, he retired. James? Yeah, he retired like two years ago or something. I would I think go, Jack, I, go, I go James Cook. I would think no James shot. No way. You go Pollard over Stop Cook? saying James White. No, I'm, I'm saying James White. <laughs> Stop confusing us, Jack. No, I could, I'm sorry. I confused the two names. They play each other. Rashad White played James Cook last week. <laughs> okay, okay. So which one are you talking about? James White. Uh, James Cook. Okay. James Cook. No, I'd rather have Tony Pollard. Uh, they go, just signed Leonard Fournette. Then go Cook. Well, I was just Bijan Robinson and Polar. They're both being misused. I'm taking Bijan easily. All right, last name Isaiah Pacheco, Tony Pollard. Uh, uh, I'm still taking Polar. Tony Pollard. I'm taking Pacheco. Do what you guys know? Of course, know you're, taking, of course you're taking Pacheco. How dare I'm, you. I'm the Pacheco guy, but the, I think that I believe that the offense is better, and they use him more. They use their running backs more. That so, offense is not better. The offense, I, am I? It has the better quarterback. The offense has been dog shit this year. Well, I mean, t- you're you're literally basing it on this past week. Mahomes has was sick. What? He was against def- this past week was terrible. What are you talking about? They averaged only like twenty two points this year. No way. They scored forty one points one week. They scored 41 points against the Bears. They scored 20 against the Lions, 17 against the Jaguars, 19 against the Broncos last time, 9 against the Broncos this time, 23 against the Jets. They don't think I, that. I believe, I believe in Mahomes more than I believe in yeah, okay. Dak Prescott. Uh, here's, that's, here's, that's what I'm saying. Here's, a, here's another name. 
that I'm looking at their game game logs for the season, and they're almost identical. Uh, Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson? Ooh. Ew. They both have Tony almost Pollard, a, they, they have they have almost like identical identical fantasy performances this season. It's disgusting. There's no have, way I'm taking. But uh, but hear me out. I do. <laughs> no, I, I'm still going to go Stevenson just because when they're behind, which I think they are the rest of the season, he gets catches. Paula does not get any catches. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Man, you're, you're no way. Go ahead. You can have you can have Stevenson. A check call. But no, for uh, Stevenson. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, for the, Stevenson has one really bad game, which um, isn't on uh, Tony Paula. Like, I guess this, this would be the Tony Paula's really bad game. But uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's Tony Paula is a little better. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to again. Otherwise. No one here is doubting his talent. He's just one. I'm talking about fantasy points too. Like his points to value is a little, a little higher, but nothing like oh, it's not far and uh, in between. It's like they're similar. Even 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 Amani is confused about how they use Pollard. So it's not just us. He's a Cowboys fan. He's confused about how they're using him. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go next. And give you my cage. My cage was last week's pit. My guy, Patrick Mahomes, went from the best game of the season to the worst game of the season. He did not break double digits uh, this year for the first time. He looked really bad yesterday. We saw some of these throws. They were highlighting it because it's a 4 o'clock game. There weren't too many games to show. He First off, he, he was in distress almost every play. Secondly, he was just throwing bad passes. Uh, he got picked off twice. There was a lot of drops that day. Yes, also. It was cold and, as fuck, man. It was cold. I know. I'm just saying it was still there was still drops. Sky more drop a touchdown. He did. Uh, that one sucks. MES fumbled the ball. Uh but she, she dropped uh, but she right dropped two passes yesterday. Like two open for at least 20, 30 yard gains. He dropped it. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not blaming anyone else. I'm just saying they they Mahomes did have his receivers missing a lot. He could really show it's really showing not having average, a good receiving core. Yeah, really he could have had an average day. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if those guys caught those passes. Yeah. Hey, it was, this, was a, this was a prime matchup against Denver, too, who allowed the second most passing yards. So, it's tough to see. I uh, mean, those, has... I, those, I, feel like, I feel like those stats are skewed, man. That, that Dolphin game really destroyed that defense statistically for the rest of the year. So, so why couldn't Mahomes do they that? They haven't been that bad. No, but I'm saying, like, the last couple of weeks, they, they haven't been that bad, Denver. It can't be just one game. I think that one game really destroyed their stats. I'm telling you right now. I feel like Denver's defense has been way better the last couple of weeks. I could be wrong. Uh, I'll, take a, I'll weeks, take a look. I'll take a look. It's because they played the Packers and the Chiefs again. The Chiefs never does never do well against the Broncos for some reason. But yeah. All right, go ahead, Jack. Finish up our the pits in the cages. My cage this week is Damian Pierce. Uh, he gave you 12 carries and 46 yards. And uh, it's against one of the worst rush defenses in the league. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you can start Damian Pierce for us this season. I would not start him. I, he has no, I, I think he's droppable, man. He's a catch the ball. There's literally no upside in starting Damian Pierce upcoming. At least, not, at least I don't think so. But He's also wrestling the Bucks next week, which is a good run defense. Bengals are pretty good. Jaguars. 
are pretty good. And they were the he and he versus the they were the twi Titans twice in the playoffs. Damian Pierce should not be started. He you, if you could get some value out of him, just trade him for anything. Yeah, he's, I think he's, he's I think he's drop. I honestly believe he's droppable. He has yeah, a, he's always splitting carries now for Singletary. Yeah. The only way he's going to produce is if he scores, and that's pretty much not going to happen because he only has one touchdown on the year in eight games or seven games. Coming into the season, I had a little high hopes for him. I thought the whole offense was going to click a little better, but he didn't. He doesn't look good either in the field, which is weird. Yeah, he looks well. I don't know. He doesn't look that flashy to me. He looks like a just a regular, regular running back, and I feel like they should give more CJ Stroud a little bit more work because. Well, this past week, for some reason, they didn't throw the ball a lot or throw the ball a ton. Um, but yeah, David Pierce definitely off my radar. <laughs> At, uh, he looks meh for fantasy. All right, follow back up with you, Eddie, about the Denver Broncos uh, uh, passing uh, yards given up. Uh, you're right; they're they're not terrible. But again, like Jack said, they played some bad quarterbacks. You got Green Bay in there. You got the Jets. Uh, you got the Raiders. Uh, commanders, so. Oh, I mean, like I said, it, 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 it also the the Dolphins only threw for three hundred seventy six passing yards. It wasn't like five hundred passing yards. So. I mean, um, Justin didn't Justin Fields throw for like four hundred, three hundred, three some. Okay. But yeah, it's not it's not horrendous. Uh, so it is a little bit skewed, but uh, again, they're not playing great teams. Like they have Buffalo coming up. And that would be a good test to see how the defense does against passing. Okay, that's going to wrap up the uh, pits and the cages. So let's jump right into the RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doo-doo trash. Okay, started, Eddie. Store my RKO this week. I mean, yeah, I feel like this is like the easiest layup, for, at least for me. I, I understand this offense is, is this offense is putrid, it's disgusting. The Patriots' offense is garbage, but they lost Devontae Parker and Kendrick Kendrick Bourne and Kendrick Bourne. Uh, trusting a player like Demario Douglas, who is a rookie, I think he's gonna. Uh, it's gonna be hard, but I feel like he's at least a wide receiver three this week. And he's essentially going to come out of nowhere. I, I feel like he's rostered in less than 5% of leagues. Um, I think he's a smash play. He's going to get the targets. Uh, I know you don't get points for targets, but hopefully he gets a couple catches. I hope he gets, you know, some yardage. And he has juice. He has wiggle. So, like, he looks like he's a good receiver. And they trust him as a rookie, which is weird for Pelichek players to do because they don't – he doesn't really normally trust rookies. And I think he's going to score his first career touchdown. He's playing the Commanders. The Commanders are leaking fantasy points to receivers, quarterbacks, essentially anybody. So I, I, I think Demario Douglas is definitely a pickup and play instantly this week. I like Demario Douglas. He was he was he was going to be my bold prediction, but I had to pivot because Eddie got him first. I'm also yeah. big. Uh I'm high on him this week also. All right, it means, it means one good thing. I mean, sorry, it means one thing that he's going to do bad. Wow. Why, because two of us agree? Because <laughs> three of us agree. I think he's going to have a good game too. <laughs> oh, damn. 
Damn it. He just right. he jinxed them. I mean, I mean, they have a they, like I said, they have a plus matchup too. And Mac Jones yeah, is looking everything, a little better I, and better. Mac Jones has been not great this past week, but he's decent in the last two weeks. Uh he's playing a little better. Yes. Uh, uh and mm-hmm. I it feels like they're not running the ball at all, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a weird so, offense that they're running. So it feels like they're very pass heavy, and uh this is a guy that can kind of do that for you. This uh this coming up week. All right, I will you wanna go next, Jack? Well, sure, why not? Uh before I say something, but I just want to mention next next week's uh games. It's pretty low scoring, like according to Vegas. Only, there's only three te- three three games over like forty four points. Every other game is under forty four for some reason. Uh, yeah, I just want to throw that out. But <laughs> but my RKO this week, this guy is gonna have two touchdowns, one hundred and fifty yards. What against, the hell against the Seahawks? Do you know who it is? Who the Seahawks playing? What the hell? They Flowers for the Ravens. He's gonna have two touchdowns. He's what? gonna finish top five receiver this week. I thought you were gonna say Lamar Jackson. Because he didn't even do so, that this he, past week. He's gonna have 250, 150 receiving yards. Lamar Jackson. The <laughs> uh, Seahawks defense secondary is even though they have good players, the secondary is not that great. They gave it burn a lot. PJ Walker threw 250 yards against them. PJ Walker was playing in XFL two years ago. <laughs> I like it just they're, they're the secondary is not good. I mean Lamar, Lamar Jackson is a much better quarterback than PJ Walker. Like I would assume so. Uh so I think Zayfar is locked for at least two touchdowns this week. I <laughs> like to hear that. Top five so I mean, I mean, I mean, Zayfar's had a plus matchup this week against the Cardinals too. And they completely destroyed him on the ground. Well, the thing is, all right, all right. So there's a big difference between the Cardinals and then the Seahawks. Cardinals. Let's chime in the Ravens expert. Seven. Bring us in. Bring, give us home, Eddie. The Cardinals. <laughs> the Cardinals are one and seven. They, they're, they're, the the Ravens are essentially playing with their food. They didn't care. They they just like you know whatever. The Se- the Seahawks are surprisingly five and two, and they're actually leading the NFC West. Division, yeah, yeah, they're leading their division. I. So they're gonna have to actually, you know, strap their boots in and play a game. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. And, I, I I get that. It's a better, it's a, it's gonna be a better game, and be, it'll be a closer game, and they won't just kind yeah, of, um, exactly. like I said, play with their food. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. And I will battle of the birds. Yeah. Which birds oh, yeah. are better? I mean, I feel like every week is a battle of the birds. Yeah. There's so many birds in the league. Okay, uh, I will give you my RKO for this week. Uh, it is going to be Pierre Strong Jr. He had he was the only he was the only um player on the Browns this past week to have forty plus rushing yards and forty plus receiving yards. He had a better yards per carry than Kareem Hunt, uh, though Kareem Hunt did out carry him. Uh, and he's primed up against the Cardinals, who just gave up a ton of yards to running backs, uh, in the Ravens. And this might be a week for him to blow up a little bit and uh, give some RB low end RB two value. Damn, that's really out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And he also had one target, so but he caught that target for forty yards. But yeah, the matchup is good. 
Again, the, the Arizona just allowed three touchdowns to Gus Edwards. And they allowed a good amount of yards to Justice Hill, who I think is garbage. Also, I'm um, trying to but, I'm trying yeah. to ma- I'm trying to manifest this because I play I might play Kareem Hunt next week. The word manifest mm. has been popping up so much this week. I know Everybody I said it because I said oh. it, I heard it because I heard it in uh, the Peter show. You know, no, and then yesterday when I went to John and Jason's. Uh, I went over to Jason's house. John and everyone on all of them keep mentioning manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. Not stop. Sure, you're not talking about the uh, chart for a boat. No. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I right, never mind. It's a bad joke. It's like a man. <laughs> it's a manifest for like a boat and a, and a plane and all that stuff. You get it. No Wait, right. is that like you get? You is get that it. A rich, is that a rich people thing? You get it. No, you get it. You get it. I got. It, I got. It. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So you could manifest a manifest. All right, shut up. Yeah. All right, before we touch on the cages, sorry, not the cages, the um DDTs, I do want to point out, uh, it's the first time both my RKO and DDT from last week were a hit. I nice. had Godwin. I had Godwin for an RKO and Stafford for DDT. Nice, good job. I mean, Stafford broke his thumb. So uh, he still sucked before then. He had like uh, he had yeah. three pick six in the first quarter. He would have had a lot of dirty time points. Dirty right. time. You're right. You're right. Dirty. But still, dirty time. that's that's Only how fantasy time. works, right? Like you don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, I'm yep. proud of myself. Unfortunately, I put the podcast out way too late, and uh, we missed the Godwin play, but. Hey, yeah. as long as I as long as I was uh on the right side. No, 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 no. Also, See, we watched the game first, and then you said it, and then. Oh yeah, fantastic! Oh yeah, I guess people <laughs> say that, but yeah, that's not. No, no, we didn't do that. We don't do. We don't. We don't mess around here. Okay, only mess around we do is between Tuesday and Thursday because I mess around too much that time at the podcast. Yeah, too much pickling. Also, also, manifest. I looked up the definition. Okay, it is a document listing the cargo, passengers, and crew. Of a ship, aircraft, or vehicle. Oh, like the manifest. Oh, that's what God. I said. Manifest. I'm, I, know. I thought you were manifesting something. Like no, no, no. I get, I get it. I'm an idiot. And also, there's also I'm a TV just... show called The Manifest. It's a network yeah. television show, so no one likes it anyway. But still, plane disappeared, right? I... In the future or something. Yes. exactly. Something like that. The, yes. The there people. We go. Yeah, the people disappeared for five years. That's lost, bro. What are you doing? What are you talking about? No, I think manifest happened too. It's the it's same. It's the over. same concept. It's like they got snapped and they disappear and come back in five years. Ah, all right. It's a plug for manifest. Go watch it or not. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Um, all right. Going on to DDTs. My DDT this upcoming week. Are you surprised that it's gonna be Tony Pollard? Uh, wow, he had. No. Listen, we already talked about. It. He's having a rough couple of games or season in general these past few weeks. And guess who they get to play? The Eagles, the best, the best rushing defense in the league right now. Yeah. In in terms of giving up yards, okay. The Cowboys running backs always does well against the Eagles. All right, listen, we're gonna go I'm with uh, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna go with how we're gonna go with how the how the how the team's been playing this year, and the way they're using Tony Pollard and how well the the Eagles have been against running backs. Uh, I think it's gonna be another down week. This this is a week I would consider benching Pollard. Dude, it's tough. I, I like starting those kind of uh, but NFC East. Whenever they play, like when Eagles play division, in the, those in division NFC, matchups, always a high scoring game. Just minus the Giants. Every other thing, uh, other three teams, hey, it, it could be high scoring. I, I can see Dak throwing for 350 and four touchdowns. 
Plus, Eagles secondary is, is kind of is not great either. Like you said, Sam Howell just threw for almost 400 yards. No, Sam Howell's a goat. <laughs> All right, give us your DT, Jack. I didn't know goats howled. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I like that. My DDT this week. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it up a whole notch. I'm gonna say bench an entire Packers defense offense. Just don't play them. <clears throat> yep. The over under for this for like that game is thirty nine. That means it's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm assuming Stafford is out. That's going to drop even more. I don't trust Jordan Lowe at all to operate an offense at all. For some reason, they're not using Aaron Jones. Why? Uh, Watson Yo, got dude. eight targets. Eight why, targets. Jack, I think five Jack, of them Jack, are catchable. Hold on. Jack, Jack, why don't they use Aaron Jones, man? It's because uh, he's he's not good enough. Why do they keep using A.J. Dillon? I understand. A.J. Dillon got four passes. I think he had 40 yards receiving or some shit. Aaron Jones would probably double it. No, I, mean, I know. And give it to the next person. A.J. Dillon is the best receiver uh, running back in uh, Matt LaFleur. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That guy's awful. Awful head coach, first of all. The first two years of his career, he only looked good because he had Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Packers also opened at minus three. I guess they're assuming Stafford's going to be out anyway. Or it's to pick him and the home field advantage. Yeah, I mean, going going to Lambeau Field is always hard to play, right? Uh, uh, it's getting Matt colder is, and co- it's getting colder and colder. It's gonna be thirties, I think. Uh, that game. Lafield, Matt Lafield does not know what he's doing. His play call is boring as hell. He keeps trying to get these long plays nonstop with no offensive line. I don't know why he's not calling more short plays for. He had two receivers who are Romeo Dub is a possession receiver. Why not have him slant all the day? Instead, he have him running down. Doing deep slant, uh, deep uh, streaks for some reason. I don't know what's going on. No, I, I, I was suspension the whole team. I wouldn't, I would, I don't think the Packers score over at most. They score four things at most. All right. Yeah, I totally agree. Until they start using Aaron Jones, it's, it's also own, I also own so two, receiver, uh, two players on our team. I own Watson and Aaron Jones. So. Don't start him because I'm starting him. Yeah, cool. that, that's the that's the better. Wait, you said not to start him. Why are you starting them? I don't know. No. I'm one and seven. What other options do I have in, my, in our main league? I see. I'm, look, I'm, I'm thinking you look at your team right now. See who, who you can no, start. No, he he does, He can't, man. He can't start. He can't start anyone else. Pretty much, yeah. His team is uh. I also have Kirk looking bleak. Anyone else? I'm not starting KJ Osborne. With, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's definitely worse. KJ Osborne is definitely worse. Um. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I have Brian Robinson, I guess, over Aaron Jones. Yeah, but I'm ha- I might have to throw him into the flex anyways. So, uh, this year has been complete dog shit this year. I hate everything. Yeah. I'm not used to losing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn. So so hypothetically, who could you trade for Aaron Jones? Not you, Jack, because you can't you need a running back in return, but oh, who, I, who, I, who's I, like, I don't know, man. I would buy low on him in case no. Yeah. You know the talent, you know the efficiency, you know that he could he could be uh he never mind. What am I I'm joking. I'm trying to manifest Aaron Jones into fantasy relevance again. It just doesn't make sense, man. He's so good. Just so he he's been rotten. so good, so just straight unless he's unless he's hurt. And he just he's just not himself. Right? It could be that. But he's still he, but he's still efficient. I don't think he's that hurt. I really don't. I refuse to believe it. But 
Yeah, whatever. All right, wrap up the podcast. D- All right, Eddie, wrap up the uh, DDT first. All righty, my duty trash player. Uh, this week, I, I think he's benchable too. Us, Puka, Puka, man. I, I mean, I, I I feel like as long as Stafford is out, I'm assuming he's out. This is all assuming that Matthew Stafford's out. Um, if he's out for an extended period of time, I don't think Puka is startable because he's going to be competing with targets with a bunch of players in that that well Cooper Cup mostly. Tutu does get a little bit of targets, but. He's going to be competing for targets for a quarterback that's going to be ass. Yes. Yeah, so I, I I will try to avoid starting Puka. I know you relied on him all year so far. This He's been great. He's been fantastic. But hopefully you have other options. It's it's going to be tough. But um, he might be a trade for target if Matthew Stafford isn't out for the year or if he's out for a couple games. Because he's if he if Matthew Stafford's back, Puka's gonna go back to being doing Puka things. But for this week, I there's no way I could potentially start him with confidence. Mm-hmm. I agree. If he plays, then he's then you, you can start him, right? Yeah, you have to. If if Stafford plays, yeah, hurt. Yeah, he's gonna, play hurt. He's, gonna he's gonna be playing. He has a partially torn. So he has a UCL sprain. So. If he plays, thumb, right? it's gonna be it's gonna be hurt. Yes. I mean, I'll I'll still play him. I mean, I'll play him because you know the the. Uh, I mean, he Matthew Stafford is a tough dude. He plays through a shit ton of injuries. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he actually did suit up and play. Actually, he had a really bad line uh, in, in Detroit, and he he played through a lot of that. Yeah, he was. Mo- he was. I remember the beginning of his career. He was supposed to be like the most injury prone player in, in football. And then oh, he's like a freaking Iron Man now. So like, um, well, not including last year, but still like, if he's if Stafford's in, I'm starting Puka. But um, if he's not, there's no way I can start him with confidence. All right, that's gonna wrap up the. Oh yeah, say something. Before that, before we move on to the next time, I totally forgot about uh some something in the news and notes. Uh, Fournette signed with the Bills. Oh yeah. Uh, is he someone that you think? You no, or, no, not at all. Because Murray hasn't looked good at all. I think I think Murray's gonna just kind of drop off, and I think I feel like they're gonna lean on James Cook a little more. Oh, Ooh. that's what they should do. James Cook, not James White, Jack. James Cook. I heard Leon Cook. So I'm like, who the hell is Leon? Atlanta Fournette and Cook combined. <laughs> Man, Jack is just combining names for fucking James <laughs> Cook. James White, Leonard, Leonard will cook. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I guess he's a speculative ad. Like he won't be like the top of my waivers as an option, but I guess if you're desperate for a running back, I feel like I like waivers running. are kinda waivers are kinda dry this week. Um Yeah. I mean, like I said, Demario Douglas is probably one of the, uh, the top ones to go for, but uh, Yeah, I'm starting Maybe Pierre Strong. Mm. You need, really if you're desperate for a running back. Uh, well, I mean Leonard Cook or James Fournette. Yes. No, no, me stop. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna wrap up the uh, sorry, wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. I'm going to our newest segment this season, the top plays of Week Eight. Uh, apologies, I forgot to post. I didn't have time to post the Week Seven plays, but uh, I will get to this one. My top play this week. 
will come yeah. from your Philadelphia Eagles, Jack. Uh, wow. That A.J. Brown back shoulder touchdown catch was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I did not – like he one hand – as a one-hand catch, and he got the knee down uh, inbound uh, to get that play in, in, as a touchdown, and it was amazing. Oh, yeah, do both of them, right? His second touchdown pass was amazing too. I like the first one better. Yeah, look, they're both amazing. <laughs> it, it was good. Man, AJ Brown has really stepped up this year, and he's winning people games at fancy single handedly. It's crazy. Probably number two receiver yep. behind Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think who. I I I don't think he's behind. Is he behind? I I believe they're one A one B just like you, Jack. If you minus one game, the one bad game that he had, otherwise he'd been pretty neck on neck with him. Ever since he bitched about his uh uh one that one time, mm-hmm. he, did, mm-hmm. he, he did break the record for the most one twenty five yards in a row. He did. He did. Nah, he's uh, on fire. How many yards he has? Is he close to a thousand too? Uh, oh. I don't think he's. He can't have a thousand because of, uh, he has nine hundred thirty nine. Pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty fucking close. Yeah. No, I agree. That they're, they're definitely. Yeah, if anything, they're one A, one B. Uh, mine was the first catch for DeAndre Hopkins, where he was a, was a supreme offensive PI. But you know, it's DeAndre Hopkins, so it doesn't matter. Whoa, whoa, whoa uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't know the guy was trying to push him out of bounds. He was trying to get out of the way. No, he literally flipped the guy over. He he Pause. was pulling it. He was dragging him first. No. DeAndre Hopkins is known for doing freaking shady shit like this. Wow. I mean, he's, he's the wow. best, at, he's John, the best leave, at it. Leave DeAndre Hopkins alone, right? He's the top plays of the he's week, not dirtiest plays of the week. He's a dirty – He's a. He's a, I mean, it wasn't in dirty time, but it was pretty It's pretty dirty to me. Dirty but time. That, that throw was – the throw was ridiculous. Will Levis' arm is freaking insane. Um, and I'm assuming that defenses are going to look into that because they're. I, they, I don't think the Falcons gave him any chance. They was like, "There's no way this guy's going to beat us," and he wound up doing it. Uh, but it was cool to see, and uh, you know, Deion Hopkins is a dirty ass player. So this is my highlight. Wow! Right? Wow! Wow, Eddie! Take a shot. Watch it again. Guy. I want you to watch take, it again. I want you to take watch a it again. To the I guy want you to see when you're supposed to be talking about the best plays of the week. It's a good play. It's a good play, but it's dirty. All right, Jack, give us the top play. Uh, my, my, this part is going to be a two-parter because just because you know, he's finally showing up now that he's not, not on my team anymore. I'm going with Jerry Judy. He had one big four-yard game when he carded over a defender. like He mo- kind of mossed him a little bit, not really. But then he also had a toe tap in the end for a touchdown. So those are my – I just had to give Jerry Judy – Props when I need to, whenever I can. It's your family <laughs> name. Exactly. That's my, that's my fam. Yeah, exactly. Brothers. <laughs> Bro- brothers. There wasn't that much highlight this year, this week. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, uh, some, uh, I, 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 like the, I like the Jameson Crowder touchdown. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, another another one that I kind of like, it doesn't seem like a good highlight, is the sidestep uh, Rasheed Rice did to get like extra... 25 yards. Oh, sideline. along the sideline? Yeah, he did a little stutter step, and then he got it. It wasn't that any fancy, but that little stutter step got him 30 yards. Yo, there, there's, yeah, a play, that's, that's... There's, a, there's a play last night, the Chargers and uh, Bears game, 
Like Quinton Johnson does a bunch of jukes. He gets like two yards, but he hurt two Bears players with the jukes. Two guys were down on the floor, and he just juked them into each other, and they were just out for like a few minutes. I was like, oh my guys, guys sent. I mean, two guys get hurt with the jukes. Um, yeah, well, as long uh, back to Rasheed Rice, as long as Rasheed Rice catches the ball, motherfucker, he's nice, man. <laughs> he's he's just got to stop dropping shit. Well, he does look much better than this guy. I mean, the, the whole the whole Chiefs' offensive receivers are are have been dropping passes left and right. Like, there's no one, no one, no one, there's no one he can count on other than Travis Kelsey. That's Travis Kelsey, he's getting up there in age. You keep saying that, but he had two great games. That's so back to back. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think, I think he's gonna get more tired faster now. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. his talent is gonna be gone. Like even Mike Evans, I, I know people just say, "Oh, he's still doing great. He's still doing great," but he's he's checking out a lot more often now. Yeah, I mean, also because he didn't get the contract he wanted. Yeah, Kelsey's also checking out a lot more often. He's getting more tired. He usually played like almost 100 percent snaps last year. This year he's not. He's checking out quite a bit now. It was All also right, cold as fucking Denver. Right, that's gonna wrap up the top plays of week eight. Be on the lookout for those in the Instagram post this week at uh, YFTS Podcast on Instagram. And let's jump right into the Did You Knows. I have some ones for you fellas this week. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Ooh. My wow. Name. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. Uh, I'm going to do one right now. All right, go ahead. I'll give, I'll give you the first one. Go ahead. Did you know Jaden Hurts, when when the Eagles are ahead, his numbers are 63%, three touchdowns to eight interceptions, and 67 QB rating. Jaden Hurts, when he's either high or he's behind, he is throwing the ball 73%, 10 touchdowns, Zero interceptions and 117 QBR. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the, did you know I said earlier this year? Remember when I, if you ever want to beat that, that when they've been down 10 plus points in a game, they have not lost. <laughs> so just the, the Eagles just trail on purpose or, or just yeah. hide. Or teams want to win, make them start. make, uh, yeah, if the team if you want to win, uh, make the give you the Eagles a head start and they'll be up and then you can get back in it. It's crazy. All right, I'll get started with the night game. Did you guys know Austin Eckler became the fourth player in the Super Bowl era to have 30 rushing touchdowns and 30 receiving touchdowns in his career? Wow. Nice. Good job, Austin. I like him. He loves fantasy, so we have to like him. Yeah, he's he's finally uh, finally checking it down to him. He's doing great in the passing game. He hasn't been a great rusher this year, uh, but the Bears did have a stout defense up front um, most of the season, so... We'll see if we can get back on the rushing track uh, next week. Uh, on to the next one. Did you guys know? Did you guys know? Sunday was the second consecutive game in which JSN and Jake Bobo each scored a touchdown. The last two yeah. games are the only two in team history in which multiple rookies scored a touchdown. Yeah. That's absolutely awful. That's not surprising that no other teams did that. Not, not more teams. More teams have done More that. teams doing it, yeah. What? And Bobo's was a rush. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. No, it was a pass, wasn't yep. it? The rush. No, oh, I didn't know rush, that. Oh, yeah. okay. I it was a flick. I remember he ran it out. Ah, okay. Here's one for your Ravens, Eddie. You ready? 
Yeah, I, sorry, I, you probably already know this already. Uh, but did you guys know Lamar Jackson is now seventeen and one in his career against the NFC? It's the yep. highest win percentage of any against any NFC team against the NFC teams uh, of any quarterback since nineteen seventy. Yeah, that's impressive. Like, that's good. That's that's pretty good. That means if they make it to the Super Bowl, they're gonna win. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, or, yeah, or, money on. or get their second loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did you guys know Travis Kelsey led the Chiefs with 58 receiving yards the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs, which was week two of 2015? This past Sunday, Kelsey led the Chiefs with 58 receiving yards in their loss to Denver. Hmm. Wait, that was the same. That was Same. Wait. So, so last time Chiefs lost to Denver, Kelsey led the team yeah. in 58 receiving yards. This past week, then, they lose to Denver next time, and Kelsey led the team in 58 receiving yards. That's wild. That's like a what the fuck stat kind of thing. It's a full moon shit. Ah, oh, full moons. All right. Uh, did you guys know Taysom Hill joined Pro Football Hall of Famer Frank Gifford? As the only players in NFL history with 25 plus rushing touchdowns, 10 plus passing touchdowns, and 10 plus receiving touchdowns in a career. That's more impressive than Austin Eckler's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But he's it's, startable it's so, fantasy. It's just, it's just so inconsistent over his career. He's start, he's startable in fantasy, though. Oh, right now, I think he's definitely startable. I have him on my bench, but uh, I don't he's, know. He's start, I don't know if I can he's start a, him. <laughs> He's easily a top ten tight end. He yeah, he has upside. Scored two touchdowns in a game. Oh man, yeah, high upside, Weird. but also a low, a low, uh, low floor too, in my opinion. Right. I mean, tight uh, ends normally. Have, how, how many touchdowns did he? Have? Whoa, whoa, whoa! How many points did he have this past week? Twenty-two points in our league. Damn, that's it's pretty true. good. Damn to me. You want another tight end? You have Kelsey already. Yeah. Oh, take the take 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 Waller. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'll take him. All right, next no. one. Did Wait, you guys know? Oh, it's questioning. What do you mean? He got hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, but you're not starting Hill anyways. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, Did you guys know Travis Etienne became the first Jaguars player with 70-plus rushing yards and 70-plus receiving yards in the game since MJD did it in week 13 of 2011? Limit. Nice. This is not surprising, right? Because that's pretty hard. 70 70? Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. 70 70 is pretty difficult. Yeah. Considering right. the drag was so long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the last one uh, for this week 8.5 episode uh, DeAndre Hopkins has now caught the first career passing touchdowns for four different quarterbacks. It's tied for the most in be, NFL history. I thought it would be more. I mean, let's see. So he, he, he has so, so many backups. So many backups so yeah. far. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know names of those quarterbacks, but yeah, it's it's four different. He's he's got the first career touchdown pass to four different quarterbacks. Has like four of them, like three of them, like, like all of them has to be in the Texans, right? Like, but Matt Schwab has to be one of them, right? Oh, no, Matt Schwab came way before him. Um, has to be has to be these guys that have to fill in when people get hurt. Matt, oh, he, Matt he definitely Liner. caught. He definitely called Deshaun Watson's first touchdown. Probably. He's Brock Oswell. Oh God, I forgot about that guy. Uh, Brock, Brock. 
Well, live. Will, uh, Will, Will Levy's now. Matt Liner. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Where the Dodgers come to the league? I don't know. Damn. Maybe it's probably, it's probably one of those uh, Cardinals quarterbacks after Kyler Murray went down or something. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you definitely caught Brett, Brandon Whedon. First touchdown? Right? Impossible. No. No, Brandon Whedon went to the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Tom right. Savage. <laughs> it's possible. Jack know, just but... just throwing names <laughs> out. All right, Savage. that's that's gonna wrap up the did you knows. Uh, for this week, 8.5. And, of course, we have Eddie's favorite thing uh, to end this week. We have the Bold Predicts. All right, Bold Predicts time. You got to do it. Bold Predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold Predicts? It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, Jack, do you want to get started? No, you could go first. I'm looking up Tom Savage stats right now. Oh my god! All right, you my bull predict. My bull predict this week. All right, Jeff Wilson, Jr. is right. gonna have sixty yards and touchdown and sixty receiving yards. Damn! You know, I just whoa. You know he's on my team, right? Huh? <laughs> no, he's on my team, right? Oh, I didn't know he's on your team, but. Sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's Jack, it's a really bold. Don't worry, it's Jack, really bold. Jack's not going to start him, so that's that's the reason why it's going to be it's going to hit. I'm going to start. Oh. Him. Why would I start? Continue. Listen, going, sorry. I, I, I mean, it's, yo, uh, before that, okay. My bold predict last week, okay. Darnell Mooney, 100 yards and a touchdown. He caught 41 yards on the first reception of the game. Had zero catches the rest of the game. With the offense, though, he he doesn't look bad, but it just doesn't look good either. As soon as he caught it, I was like, "Oh shit, my bowl predict's gonna hit." Nothing the rest of the game. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. That's my bowl predict. And then, uh, go ahead, Jack. Give us your. Wait, just restate restate it again because I, I I need to process it. <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. or se- was it senior? No, it's junior. Jeff Wilson Jr. sixty yards on the ground, sixty yards in the air, and a touchdown. Damn. Okay. Pretty bold. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, and then Tom Savage first touchdown was at the Abdul Hopkins, 34 yards. It was? Tom All right. Savage. I don't know how you find that so quickly, but okay. My... Wait, hold on, Jack. Tom Savage is the guy who looked like Nicolas Cage, right? A little bit, yeah. He played for uh, yeah, no, no, no Dame. Yeah, he looked like Nicolas Cage a little bit. Uh... My bold predict this week, and I'm sorry for Nick because it's one of his players. I think Jonathan Taylor rushed for 200 yards this week. Feel sorry for Nick? Yeah. Oh, because you were saying it's a bold predict. Yep. <laughs> I think he rushed for 200 yards and two touchdowns. The, the Panther, the Colts. I think the Colts have a pretty good team overall. And the reason why the Panthers give up so much rushing yards is because they usually trailing by a lot. And Jonathan Taylor's been looking pretty good. He's getting better and better each week. Yeah, I think he breaks two big, big, big touchdowns. Nice. I kind of like damn. it. Uh, yeah, I look at Jonathan Taylor's uh, rushing uh, uh, carries, and he actually he looked really good. Not going to lie. Looked he looked really good. Breaks at least two 50-yard touchdowns this week. Oh, my God. That's very bold. That's pretty bold. All right. Give us uh, wrap it up for us, Eddie. All right. I'm over, Nick. Brandon Cooks. Against your Eagles, Jack. 
Sure. He will score two touchdowns and have over 100 yards receiving. Touchdowns? Yeah. Jeez. Yep. As, soon as, as, soon, as soon as he caught that, Brandon, as soon as Brandon Cooks caught the touchdown, Eddie was always scheming for the, for his bull predict. It's like, yes, I'm yep. use this. Yep. As soon as I saw him pull out the bow and arrow, I'm like, yeah, that's my bull predict, bull predict <laughs> next week for sure. All right, sweet. And that's going to wrap up this week 8.5 uh, YFTS podcast. Uh, well done, guys, and good luck next week. It's coming close, getting closer and closer to the playoffs. We have to get those wins in. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, have a good one. See you guys later. All right. Later. All right.